Hello and welcome to Conversations with Jules and Ange. We are your hosts, Julie Smith and Angela Bleacher. We are two women passionate about helping others show up as their true selves in this world. We hope to support and inspire you along your journey of becoming the person you were always meant to be. Because the one thing we know with absolute certainty is that the world needs you. On today's episode, we are going to discuss how to discover your why, that internal motivation where passion and purpose intersect, because getting clear on your why is an essential piece of true transformation. All right, Ange, let's dive in. Yes, Jules. So this topic has just been like coming up in so many um, of our recent conversations together. And in one of the conversations, you said something that has just like lived constantly in my mind ever since. And I was like, okay, we need to, we need to dive deeper into this and do a podcast on this. But what you said is that in, from your experience or what you've seen is getting clear on one's internal motivation, one's purpose, one's why is truly the missing link for people um, to real, true, lasting change and transformation. And when you said that, I was like, there's nothing more true. Um, and that is just so, it is just an essential part, I guess, of this whole process. Um, so I thought maybe I'd start with just an example of why this internal mov- motivation or getting clear on our why is so important. And what the difference between internal motivation and external motivation are. Um, So just like an easy example to understand is like setting the goal of weight loss, for instance. So, you know, you want to change, you want to lose weight. Now, if that goal is driven by some like an external motivation, such as like you have a beach vacation coming up. um, So, you know, you change your habits, you eat healthy, exercise, achieve your goal, you go on that vacation. And then what happens afterwards? Like nothing is holding you to those changes and you can revert back. Um, Now, if you are internally motivated, for instance, if you want to improve your health so you can be uh, more active parent. Now that internal motivation is going to stick with you. So, you know, when you then start prioritizing, you know, healthy food and exercise, um, that is now going to last forever. And so I think it's just like an, kind of an easy way to understand just how powerful and how necessary it is to really get clear on that internal motivation, that why, um, because that's going to last forever. And that's like you said, is really essential. It is essential for true transformation. Um, and as I started kind of just reflecting on this, you know, I, I realized that there's no part of life that gives us the time or the space or the strategies to really get clear on our why or our purpose, you know, I guess for better, for worse, our why is always 
pretty much given to us through life. You know, it's first, you know, from our family and then from our school. And then, you know, we start our careers and it's from our company. So we're always kind of told what our why is. Um, And like you said, nowhere in life are we given then the structure to really kind of sit down and discover this for ourselves. So I thought it'd be cool if you and I obviously like share maybe our strategies or the steps to give maybe some people some insights on maybe how they can do it um, on getting, like I said, clear on their, on their why. So let's start with you, Jules. I'll have you kind of dive into this topic a little bit first. Yeah. First of all, thank you for those examples of internal and external motivation, because anytime someone comes to me as a health coaching client and their, their first words are, I want to lose weight. And I'm always, I always, I'm like, why? Like, what, what is it that is money making you come to me and ask to lose weight? And it takes a lot of digging and we're going to walk through those steps, but really getting to the internal motivator is kind of what cracks the code for true transformation. So I, when, when we talked about doing this episode, I got so excited because coaching people through transformation, I, I understand that this topic and this piece is so important to everything. So when Andrew's like, let's do this episode, I said, yes, 100%. And I've actually delivered speeches on this topic in the past because I'm just so, so very passionate about it. So I thought I would start with, I'm going to share my why, and then we're going to step back in time. And I'm going to show you what I did to figure out my why and how I kind of structured that and really got crystal clear on it. And then I'm going to kind of walk you through how it guides me through almost everything that I do um, through my day. So first and foremost, my why is to inspire, empower, and educate people to take care of their health so that they can live the life that they deserve. And in order to do this, in order to to serve my why and, and do those things that I want to do for other people, I also need to take care of myself. So my why is kind of twofold. Well, it is twofold. It's not kind of. Uh, I have to take care of myself and do the things that I need to do to take care of my health so that I can then inspire, empower, and educate people to do the same. And as I was thinking about this, it it I went back in time and I was like, you know what? It's always kind of been in me, this, this nudge to inspire people or educate them or really just kind of empower them to, to do it. And, and as I was thinking through, I was going through certain situations in my past and it's like, I was always put in situations that were just little nudges like, Hey, Julie, this is what you're put here to do. And it didn't really click until about 30 years old, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But here's, here's a few examples. I was raised in a house with so much love and so much support. 
Um, and I was taught how to actually work hard for something and apply myself, which I'm finding that not everyone is. Um, I was shown how to be a part of a community and also how to create community. If you know my parents, they are community builders. Um, if you are ever played soccer or sport with me, you will know, like meet my parents in the parking lot. There will be food and bevs every single time. And you'll just every game, every single game. (laughs) And you'll just come be a community with them. But as I'm looking back, I'm like, Hmm, I think this was a piece. This was Mm. them just showing me like, Hey, this is what you do. And then I kind of, as I was thinking through my sports life, well, even, even in school too, I was always kind of in this leadership role. I remember in sixth grade, my friend had a, a, an assignment on her desk that was due the day before. And I was like, Hey, you need like, that's due. That was due yesterday. You need to turn that in. Or if we would have a test, I was like teaching people how to study. I was teaching them how to do note cards or like how to memorize things. So I've always just been in this I don't know, advisory role for people. Um, In college, I found myself putting notes in other players' lockers. Like if they were having a down day, I was going to try and pick them up, inspire them. So it's always been there. It's always been inside of me. I just needed to figure it out. So how did I figure it out? Well, let's go back to, if you've listened to the past episodes, my mom and I went on that walk And she told me she wishes she would have taken care of herself when it mattered. And I've brought this walk up a million times, but I'm telling you like that day, that walk with my mom, it was literally God coming down and just shaking me and being like, this is what you were put on this earth to do. And I need you to take care of yourself first and foremost, so that you can then show other people what is available for them. So the, the thing I took away, like the one positive thing I take away from the painful loss of my mom is that I, it was like slammed into me, slapped into me on what my purpose is and what I needed to do to step into that. Right. So when she said to me, I wish I would have taken care of myself, my world stopped. And then I just had this list of questions running through my mind, right? And they were, am I living the life I want to live? Am I taking care of myself? Am I going to regret what I'm doing? Am I showing up for people? Am I loving? And they haunted me for for quite some time. Why did they haunt me? It's because it, I wasn't I wasn't living in alignment with who I am. I wasn't taking care of myself, right? I was living in a way that when I was on my deathbed, I was probably going to regret some things. So I sat down and I took these questions and I was like, what, like, what are you trying to tell me? What is it? Why are you haunting me? What do I need to learn from you? And it became very clear to me that I needed to first and foremost, get my health and my life in in order And then when I figured that out, it's my job to then show other people like how to live their life on their own terms. Okay. So again, back to my why I'm here to inspire 
and educate and, and empower people to take care of themselves and just like step in full force to who they are so that they can live the life they want. But again, I have to take care of who I am. It is twofold. And I keep mentioning that because it's important. And I'm going to show you why in just a second. All right. So how, how did I figure this out? I sat down, piece of paper in front of me, and I was like, why are these questions haunting me, right? Am I living a life that I'm going to regret? Am I taking care of myself? And I was like, okay, these are here to teach me. These are here to teach me a lesson. Let's figure out how can I how can I use this painful situation and create something out of it. And here's what I did. All right. So if you have a piece of paper, you might want to take it out because I'm going to give you good old Julie uh, three step process here. Love this. I know. All right. So how to figure out your why or your motivations? This is what we're this is what we're going back to. First and foremost, and this might be the hardest thing for some people, but I want you to find your passion, all right? This is, when I say passion, it's doing the things that you enjoy. It's doing the things that make your heart come alive. Um, I don't want you to think about, this is this is finding your, your right path or picking the right destiny, but it's honestly... You are going to go out and play and you're going to figure out what brings your heart joy. Okay. And I love this part, this piece of it, because when we rediscover our authentic self, your passion is just going to start pouring out of you. All right. So think about what you love to do. It really is that simple, but it's not easy if it's been piled with other people's expect or has been buried under piles of other people's expectations. And another way to think about this is what would you do for free and be shocked that someone would pay you to do it? Mm. Yeah. Like that, That's that so good. To me is, I mean, I'm doing that right now. It just makes me like, it makes me tear up because that is honestly what I'm doing. It's ironically that simple. So Let's go back to my why, for example, right? I love inspiring people. I've done it since I was a kid. It's just been in me, um, motivating people. I just love to do it. I've always been drawn to fitness, health and wellness. I remember I was probably in sixth grade and my mom bought a book that was called Eat to Win. And it was like how to fuel an athlete in the kitchen. And so like, I was always drawn to this. So the fact that I am passionate about health and fitness and inspiring people and also doing that as my job, and that's why it's it lights me up and it makes me come alive. It's because I love it. I love it so much. And I want to take this time. And let's talk about passion and purpose because I do feel like those things can get confused. So passion is what sets your heart on fire, right? Like it's something that you just love to do. And also I learned this from Limitless by Jim Quick, right? But purpose is about how you relate to other people, all right? So purpose is what you're here to share with the world, all right? So it is how you use your passion. 
So why am I even talking about passion and purpose? In order for you to find your why, you have to know what you're, what is going to set your heart on fire, right? Like know your passion and then use it to serve your purpose. That's step one. Step two, and this one's going to get a little bit, a little bit trickier is I want you to think about who you are at your core. And the way that I do this, and I think we've talked about I am statements in the past, Ange, is you can, again, have a piece of paper in front of you and you can say, I am, and then I just want you to pause and listen for what, what is going to come up in the silence after you say, I am, and I'll share mine with you just to give you an example, but it doesn't have to be anything that I say when you do yours. So when I did this, I wrote, I am, and then this is what came flowing to me. I am love. I am healthy. I am fit. I am comfortable in my skin. I am always guided. I am enough. And I am loved just the way I am. And so anytime I do something I am going to anchor it to this I am statement and it's, it's my identity now. And here's what I mean by that. So a great example of this is if you, if you are someone who smokes and you want to stop smoking, if you identify as a smoker and say, I am a smoker who is going to quit, you are, you're actually identifying as a smoker which is going to make it a lot more difficult for you to stop smoking because you are identifying as a smoker, right? You have to actually like dismantle that identity in order to truly quit smoking. So I, when, when you are thinking about setting goals or trying to achieve something, I want you to hear me when I say this, when you identify with the habit or goal that you want to create, you're going to experience like power very quickly. How you perceive yourself will drive how you act, okay? Here's what I mean. When I wake up at 5.30 a.m. to go on my morning walk, I am not doing that because it's fun or it feels good. I am doing that because I am healthy and I am love. And when I go on a walk at 5, 8, 5.30 a.m., I show up in a much better way. I show up in a much more loving way. All right. So it's like I am setting that identity for who I am. And then it just, my actions follow very quickly. So step number one is find your passion. Step number two is who are you at your core or who do you want to be? Really, you can create your identity. And then number three is finding your reasons. Okay. So when your when your reasons are tied to your identity, which is that I am statement that we just talked about. And when your reasons are tied to your passion, it's going to motivate you to act, right? Again, I don't get up at 530 AM because it's fun for me. I get up because I want to be healthy because I want to 
be with my kids and play with them as long as possible. And then I want to inspire my clients to, to do the same thing for themselves. Right. So it's like, it's all intertwined and I've got the reason I've got the identity and I've got the passion and they all are just kind of working together to fuel my actions. Another example is like, I hate making dinner. I hate making dinner, but I make dinner so that my family is fed, right? (laughs) It just all boils down to your reasons and then your, your passions and who you are. If you are someone who is having a hard time staying motivated, finding your why, like really, truly, once you look at your, the, the reasons behind why you're doing something, um, and you're going to start to see if it's in line with your identity or your passions. All right. So just to recap, I threw a lot at you, but it really, this, this piece is so important to change and transformation that I really, I threw a lot at you because I'm passionate about it and I I know you can handle it, but think about what is your passions? What is your desired identity? And, and how, like, what are your reasons for doing things? And when those three things line up, there's, there's absolutely no stopping you. So I dive into either comment if you have a comment or (laughs) dive into yours. Well, I literally could just like listen to you talk on this topic forever. You are like the master of it. And, you know, I was just thinking like, yes, you educate on this, but I think it's the reason it, at least for me, it resonates so much is because you live it. And I just observing you just like, that is, you've been my greatest teacher in this. Um, So another thing, which I'll kind of get into mine now, which I know we said before listening to yours. Um, it's just so fun how we're so similar and so different too, <laughs> which, you know, know, it's just so funny when we kind of explore these topics. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'll dive into mine. So I'll start with what my why is, and then kind of like you all, I was going to reverse engineer how I got there. Um, So my why is to leave people better than I found them. And, you know, as I started just reflecting on this, I was trying to figure out if this is something that's always just been in me, like innate in me, or, you know, did it kind of develop from just like my life experiences? And I'm not sure, maybe a I think maybe a little bit of both because kind of similar to you when I was just reflecting back on my childhood and then my essentially my whole life, I always found myself in roles and positions or drawn to moments, um, you know, where I was kind of like a go-to person uh, to connect with people, you know, whether that be, you know, captains or mentors or student councils or whatever. I just always liked being in these positions and was drawn to, like I said, roles that I can connect um, with others and hopefully help others. Um, But also when I was thinking about this, um, another 
guess thought came into my head and I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent, but I promise it has a point and I will bring it back. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> but recently, um, one of the listeners reached out to me and, you know, she said, she's like, you always talk about how wonderful your parents are and how wonderful your childhood was. And she said that she herself is a mother. And she said that, you know, every day she's doing the best she can as a parent, hoping that her choices and actions, you know, are best for her kids. And that one day, you know, they'll look back and think that their childhood was wonderful. Um, But she's like, but I don't know. So she asked me, she's like, what did your parents do Mm -hmm. that made your childhood wonderful? And while that can maybe a whole podcast in and of itself, um, that question popped in my head as I was reflecting on this because, you know, one of the greatest things my parents did, or I guess maybe rather one of the greatest blessings it has been um, as being a child, their child, is that every day of my life, I have been able to observe how my parents live their lives. And every single day, how my parents live their lives is they treat people with kindness. Every person that they meet, that they come across in life, they treat with kindness from family members to friends to coworkers to the cashier at the store, to the waiter at the restaurant, just my parents treat people with kindness. So it has been the greatest, one of the greatest blessings of my life to witness that. But the real magic of this is that not only did I get to see how they treat others, I then got to witness what that did for those other people. I got to see time and time again, how Every act of kindness, no matter how big or how small, truly impacted people, how it changed people's lives. Like every day of my life, and I still currently, I get to witness how my parents changed the world by how they treat others. And I just remember as a kid, like I wanted that too. I wanted to do that too. So, like I said, it might be a little bit of both, something innate, but also yeah. something learned. Um, but it's always, that pull's always been in me. Um, but yeah, it took a while to get clear on this, like you mentioned. That <laughs> 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 oh, was the journey. Um, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so for me, the process really started um, when I had my identity crisis. Um, Like you said, and we have talked about before, truly the power of words, the power of those I am statements and what we put after it. But for the majority of my life, I defined myself by different roles or attributes, such as like, I am a soccer player. I am a wife. I am thin. I am a physical therapist. Yeah. And, you know, like as you go through life and some of these start going away, 
you're just like, what am I left with? Like, who am I? Um, so this identity crisis really pushed me to step one was to define who I am. Just so similar to like you mentioned, Jules, like I had to sit down and I had to write this and get clear on who I am. So, you know, for me, it's, I am love. I am worthy. I am divine. I am connected. I am evolving. So step one, get clear on who you are. Mm-hmm. The, the next step for me was then I started diving into really understanding like my personality and my motivation, like what motivates me, like what makes me tick, like why I am the way I am, what, like what fills me up and what drains me. And where I started with this is really just like diving into different personality tests, Um, you know, and while by no means are these, you know, all encompassing or a hundred percent accurate, but at least for me, it started giving me awareness of what motivates me. Um, and just start giving me some like verbiage around that, that I can identify with. Um, so kind of like you said with that passion, um, you know, where is that coming from? So, so step two is, you know, understanding what motivates you and what energizes you. And, and then really the next step and the kind of like the last step was combining those two things to get clear on my why. So who I am and what motivates me to really put together that deep, that deep core internal purpose of, you know, I want to leave people better than I found them. And I really think that that step of just getting crystal clear on that statement that I just believe with every cell in my body is like we said, it's always kind of been in us, but what that did is it really brought my why to the forefront of my conscious mind. And once it's there, then that now drives every decision in my life. You know, like what I think, what I say, what I do, what I don't do. Um, You know, and like you said, it's so it's, 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 it hits every level of life from every how you, yeah. Like how you treat yourself. Like, yeah. Back to like you were saying, I have to make choices to keep myself healthy because if I'm not in a good place, how can I impact people and leave them better? You know? Right. So it just really drives then truly every decision of your life. Um, and so I really think that, so I'm like, once again, like you're so passionate about this, that just, it's so important. And I think that putting that, your why in the, as the driving force behind your life is, I mean, I think that's it, right? Like that's where the magic happens. 1000%. And I love your point about writing it down. Because there's something to writing it down and seeing it in front of you. And it just, it's like you make it known. 100%. 
And then it's there and it's like, I would challenge you guys to tell someone, (laughs) tell us. Love that. Yeah. It just changes. It changes how you show up. It changes everything for the better. Like it truly does. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. And we hope that you feel ready and equipped to get clarity on your why. Because like we said before, and we will say it again, the world needs you. If you like our content, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with a friend. All right. We are signing off. Love, Jules and Ange.